Aloha and welcome once again to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. My name is Bruce Fisher. Thank you for tuning in for this Friday, June 8th, 2012. This is our 508th podcast. Glad you're aboard. Got a lot of ground to cover. We're going to talk about planning your Hawaii vacation today. We're also going to go over some Hawaii vacation news as we get through the podcast today. Hope you're having a great week wherever you are. If you're floating into the weekend, Hope you have a great weekend. We're sending you lots of aloha from here in Hawaii. This podcast is brought to you by us. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts, and you can catch us on the web at www.hawaii-aloha.com. You can also reach us by giving us a call, and that's probably the best way to get a hold of us at 1-800-843-8771. You can also reach me on Twitter. I'm at Aloha Bruce. Also on Facebook as well. And you can get all this right on our website, hawaii-aloha.com. Don't all, don't forget to also check out our blog, hawaii-aloha.com slash blog. And also for any of the information that you hear on this podcast, you can catch the show notes and all the information on our podcast page at hawaii-aloha.com slash podcast. If you're interested in videos and you want to learn more about Hawaii, We have another show on iTunes called the 808 Hawaii Travel Show, which is our best of videos. And if you want to check out a lot of the videos we do, we have over 500 videos, over 1.2 million views. Check out our YouTube page, which is Mr. Bruce One. Uh, Check it out, Mr. Bruce One. Lots of good stuff there. And hopefully that will help you in planning your Hawaii vacation, which we're going to be talking in depth about today, how to plan your Hawaii vacation. But before we do that, I want to give you some a little, a little bit of Hawaii vacation news. Did you know that Hawaii is the happiest state in the country? A recent 2012 poll released earlier this year, but in case you missed it, for the third year in a row, Hawaii was the top uh, on the charts for the happiest state to live in. And some may attribute this to the amount of sun that we have here or the amount of time that we spend outdoors. could even be related to all the great ocean activities we enjoy. I mean, there's a plethora of reasons, let's face it. We're in Hawaii. It's friggin' paradise, right? But regardless of these factors, the general population sees the state of Hawaii as a bunch of happy people. And generally, I think we are. I mean, I am extremely happy here. I uh, This is the happiest I've ever been, and I've been here for 20 years, and it just never seems to... I never get sick of the islands. It's always wonderful to live here. Of course, we have our ups and downs just like everywhere else. But trust me when I tell you, it's kind of hard to be depressed here. <laughs> and in case you're curious, here are the four runners-up uh, to the Aloha State. North Dakota, Minnesota, Utah, and Alaska. So those are the top five states for happiness interesting north dakota who would have thunk it or minnesota or utah but you know what there's lots of happy people all over the place now the unhappiest places to live just so you know west virginia for some reason i have no idea why maybe if you're living in west virginia you can tell me why i have no idea kentucky then mississippi a lot of southern states there right the mississippi then delaware then ohio so what makes People here in Hawaii such happy campers? Well, the survey of over 350,000 people were questioned say that it's the environment, uh, emotional health, and self-evaluation. And we've been reporting on this. Uh, this is that Gallup Hathaway's Wellbeing Index. It just continues to uh, show that Hawaii is the happiest state in the, in the country. Here's some more news. The Coconut Waikiki is under new management. This was an aqua property, and then it was run by the Best Western. It was kind of a partnership between Aqua Hotels and the Best Western, but it looks like it's going to be under new management. 
they're going to be transferring ownership to a California firm who is going to be taking it over, and they're going to be calling it the Coconut Waikiki. It's actually a, a real nice property. It'll be interesting to see what they do with it. I don't see any immediate changes for the property as a result of this takeover. And we'll be keeping an eye on this and see if there's any changes or anything we need to report to you regarding that. Uh, Now, I don't know if you've ever, uh, if you're planning a wedding in Hawaii, and especially on Oahu, uh, we get a lot of weddings, a lot of requests for weddings. Uh, There's now a new law in a place which uh, was going back and forth. People were trying to appeal this law, uh, which requires that folks get a permit when doing a beach wedding. Now, the Ninth Circuit Court ruled Wednesday that the state does have a right to uphold these permit requirements for commercial beach weddings. And there's been a lot of controversy. And the question is, what is a commercial beach wedding? And I guess this refers to weddings at beaches where a company operates business solely for weddings, which would make any wedding at any beach commercial if there was a business involved. So if you're so if you're going to be getting married in Hawaii, you're paying somebody for the wedding just by the virtue of that, you are now, it's considered a commercial wedding. So make sure that if you're going to be doing this, there's a permit pulled and you're not going to be like getting married and then the police come there and ruin the whole special day. Now, of course, any weddings that we do here, we make sure that there's permits and we can plan a whole wedding for you if you just give us a call, 1-800-843-8771. We have actually Sonoy on our staff specializes in doing all of our weddings. So if you want a good wedding planned here and and you want to do it inexpensively, we can definitely help you out. Looks like here American Airlines is cutting some of their lift to Hawaii by 1% in July. They're one of the biggest carriers here and they're going to cut their capacity by 1%. And this is due to complications with uh, ongoing labor issues by the, with the Allied Pilots Association. So that's what, what's behind this. There's uh, a lot of controversy about it and flights are going to be cut from San Francisco to Hawaii. So that's about 188 seats a day being cut in July. And this comes at a time where we're starting to see more airlift to Hawaii. So we'll be watching that closely, and I'm sure when they get those flights back, they'll be announcing it, and we can let you know that as well. Let's take a look at some of the activities that are going to be happening in the next week or so if you're planning to come to Hawaii. King Kamehameha Day celebrations are going to be happening June 11th. It's going to be an exciting time here. There's going to be some local musicians coming together. It's going to be broadcast on PBS here in Hawaii. And it's a special music presentation, and you can get tickets and you can actually attend this. If you're going to be here, it's going to be at the Iolani Palace. It's also going to be in conjunction with Hawaiian Airlines. So if you're going to be here June 11th, make sure you get in touch with us. Let's see if we can get you tickets to this June 11th, Iolani Palace. Sounds like it's going to be a great celebration for King Kamehameha Day. Also on June 15, there's the I Love Chinatown Festival Block Party. This is a great way to experience local culture, hang out with local folks, and it's not too far from Waikiki. You know, Chinatown here is very popular. It's really the happening, hippest place in uh, Honolulu right now. It's the I Love Chinatown Festival. It's a summer kickoff event. It's going to be happening. It's like a block party. It's going to be happening from 5.30 to 2 a.m. June 15th. Once again, there's going to be lots of food and drinks 
You can stick around and see some great entertainment starting at 6 p.m. So definitely check it out. It's going to be right on Uanu and Hotel Street. So you just can't miss it. If you just go down to, to get in a cab or get on the trolley, get take the trolley to get over to Chinatown, check it out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Also, if you're going to be here for Father's Day and you happen to be in Maui, there's going to be a great celebration of fathers on June 16th. It's going to be right in Kahului from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. There's going to be lots of music, activities, games, prizes, uh, and a Look to Sammy Father and Cakey contest. It's a free event, another great way to just get in and experience Hawaii like locals do. That's, you know, that's going to make the difference on your vacation. You can come here and play tourist and never really experience what we've got. But you can listen to this podcast Pick up on some of the things we do and do it like a local and do it right. Also, bond dances are coming this summer. If you don't know what a bond dance is, get over to our blog. We can tell you all about what a bond dance is. This is a Japanese dance that's done in unison, almost like in a parade format where you go through movements. And it's it's really easy and it's easy to catch on. This is all happening in Kauai every weekend, Friday and Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. It's going to be happening at the Kapa'a, Honawai, uh, and Waimea. These are these uh, Zen temples. These festivals are a ceremony of kind of like spiritual remembrance. They're open to the public. Uh, there's also, uh, when you go to the events like this, and you know, bond dancing happens on all the islands, but at an event like this, at these at these uh, Zen temples and stuff, they actually turn it into a festival. So you get food, and there's misubi, and fried noodles, and lots of fun stuff to eat and enjoy. Again, another great way to experience local culture and get in with uh, us locals when you're here. So if you're on Kauai, you definitely want to check that out. Now let's talk a little bit about our topic for today, which is creating your Hawaii vacation. Okay, you've decided to come to Hawaii. Now it's time to actually create the vacation. So what should you prioritize? How much should you budget for? Where will you stay? You know, what amenities are important? Are important? How do you know, you know what activities to choose? The, the, the list of questions are endless. And that's why it's really important to use a company like us or somebody in Hawaii that really understands this destination because it is a complicated destination. Let's start off with cost because that's always the first thing that's on people's mind. It's, it's something that you, you really have to consider when you come to Hawaii because it's not a cheap destination. Now, we've done a lot of research and we found that the typical vacationer spends about $150 per day. HVCB will tell you it's $200, but you know, we talk to everyday people and it's really sometimes you can go with less than that as well, but we like to say $150 per day is a pretty good uh, average price point. Now, before you go running up to the hills about this, let's explain that the cost includes hotel, transportation, meals, and activities typically, which means if you're in a family of four planning on spending a week in Hawaii, you could spend roughly $4,200 for the entire trip. And this is the typical amount for most people. Now, we're not talking about your airfare or uh, anything like that. It's just the typical amount families would need to budget for their trip if you're uh, trying to vacation here to the islands. Now, for example, a rental car adds a few hundred dollars to your trip. And if you wish to cut back on this, we suggest traveling to Oahu or Maui. Kauai and the Big Island are rental car musts. You just have to have one. 
um, to experience all of the landscapes and the landmarks and everything that you can see. There's a lot of driving you can do. Whereas on Oahu and Maui, uh, Maui uh, I would say Oahu really, but uh, more so than Maui, but you can do it on Maui. Uh, you can easily get away with either public transportation or simply staying within the vicinity of your hotel. Another way to save is by renting accommodations with a kitchen. So maybe you can prepare your own meals. That means doing a condo versus a resort um, or simply packing a lunch or eating breakfast in your hotel room every day. You know, you can actually save a lot of money doing that and eating out, especially in Hawaii, tends to get a little expensive very quickly. So if you're looking for cheaper meal options, this is an, uh, a way to go. We also have all-inclusive packages where we can bundle the meals in with it. Uh, it does reduce your cost. However, you're really restricted to going to the hotel, uh, the hotel restaurants or the restaurants that we have prepared for you in these packages. That sometimes can be a you know something that's important or not important to you, depending on on you know how important the meals are for you. So. Now that you basically got an idea of the budget, you need to decide which island you want to visit. Now, if you have over, and we, we talk a lot about this in our last show, we talked about island hopping, and actually we've done several shows about visiting multiple islands in the last few weeks. You may want to check those out. But if you have over a week to spend, we say a multi-island vacation because you can enjoy a broader experience of Hawaii. But for pricing reasons, let's just stick to one island as an option. And it helps to know a little bit more about each island and the unique things that they offer. So, for example, Kauai offers an extremely relaxed, uh, very quiet vacation, more outdoorsy type of vacation with very little nightlife. Maui, on the other hand, offers some of these same qualities, but a lively nightlife. And it's a little more popular. It has a little more population there. And the Big Island provides you know, obviously the unique volcano experience. So it, it might be something to consider if you, you know, like that, you know, if that's important to you, let's say you're, you know, really into the geology, you really want to see the volcano. Um, now, Oahu, where we are, is the state's capital. We have Honolulu here, and you can expect to find a bustling city. And we've got a million people here. It, it also has beautiful beaches and a lot of rich culture. Now, Every island represents a plethora of things to do. So don't think if you pick a quieter island that you're going to become bored. That's not the case. Choosing an island is more like choosing a destination that caters to the type of vacationer that you tend to be. And that's another reason why we like to talk to you and discuss what options and learn about you so that we can make and plan the most uh, memorable Hawaii vacation. Now, once you've created a budget and you've chosen an island, you need to figure out what activities you want to take advantage of. And this is also going to depend heavily on your budget because activities can cost a lot of money. Like if you wanted to go on a helicopter, that's usually very expensive. It's a couple hundred bucks to up to $400, you're just a person. But on the other hand, you can go and buy snorkel gear at a local convenience store for like less than 25 bucks and go to a different beach every day and never spend a lot of money. Or you can book a lot of little activities like things like surfing lessons or maybe a circle island tour or maybe zip lining, which isn't really that expensive either. You can save for one big activity, you know, maybe do the helicopter ride or maybe do a boat adventure or do some deep sea fishing where, they, where the prices are a little bit more. 
Or you can take advantage of your hotel and just soak in all the amenities. You can do some chillaxing, which is, <laughs> you know, I live in Hawaii. When I go uh, inter-island or go to these places, I, you know, I tend to do just a lot of that nothing. <laughs> and, you know, a lot of the hotels have some great amenities. They have uh, great pools. They've got great cultural programs. They've got uh, things that you can do in activities that are included sometimes in the resort fee. So I think the key is to really feeling relaxed on a vacation, not having too much scheduled. So kind of balance it out between the relaxation and the things you're going to do when you're here. So I was thinking about this and I came up with like, you know, what would be a typical vacation for somebody, you know, and I had to kind of use myself because, uh, and, and, and kind of my experience with other people to kind of plan this out. So here, here, here it goes. So you wake up at your leisure whenever you want, and then you enjoy breakfast at the hotel. Then you go back and you decide what activity you want to do or pursue. Then you pre prepare for the activity, you get your stuff. Let's say you're going to be doing some hiking with the intention to come back to the hotel to recuperate before the next activity. Very important. Don't back-to-back -back activities. It's not a good idea. Do a little recuperating between the activities. Maybe go back to the hotel. Maybe get a little R&R. Do a little lounging. Take a shower or whatever. Maybe even go to the spa. And then have a plan for dinner in or out of the hotel uh, after the afternoon events, whatever that, whatever it is that you decided to pick. I sometimes enjoy maybe going with my wife yelling and shopping um, before dinner or cocktails or maybe walking around and just relaxing and doing a little sightseeing. So that would be kind of like a day, you know, a day in your vacation. And this day can deviate, obviously, in any direction you choose for your own vacation but just remember the less expectations you have the less stress the deeper the relaxation and ultimately the better the trip right so the other thing that you want to think about is vacation accommodations which is really something that you have to take into consideration i know and i didn't really do this this thing in, in any particular order but do you want to stay in a luxurious resort a family-friendly condo an all-inclusive hotel First, decide on what's going to best fit you and your travel members. And then you got to decide from there. Of course, we can help you with this kind, kind of stuff. And, but if you, if you have these questions and you have a little bit of information, that helps us with you, you know, when we talk to you and we help you book this. Also, do you wish, wish to be like within walking distance of the ocean? Do you want to be set back maybe in a tropical rainforest? Do you need to be close to shopping and activities? Do you prefer secluded. These are all factors that you really should be considering before you book your Hawaii vacation. And that's why, you know, you just don't do this by going to Expedia Travelocity, just clicking and just going yes or whatever. It's just, it, I highly recommend that you speak to a professional before booking your Hawaii vacation. But a couple of more quick things to think about for your vacation planning is make sure that you find out about any hidden fees. Of course, we always tell you that uh, and taxes that your hotel or car rental company or any of the other service providers are going to be tacking onto you. We always try to give you that information. Some of these fees, you know, like there's a certain car fee. It's like a dollar a day that we can't add to your final package. So we have to let you know about that. Little things that add up. Another one to remember is if you're traveling with a large party, Many restaurants here are automatically including gratuity in the bill. So make sure that you read that check first. 
before adding a tip. And the last thing is travel insurance. Will you be needing it? You know, it's possible your vacation could be canceled because of a family or work problem. And we have a great cancellation waiver waiver here where for $59 you can cancel or change your vacation at any time. And uh, you get a 100% refund. Is your timing still wishy-washy? Make sure that you're really sure about these dates. Don't be wishy-washy about it because a single change to that can really cause a problem for you if you've already booked your itinerary. So you might want to ins- uh, think about insurance as well. And, you know, really doing this, planning your vacation should be fun. It really should. And it should be enjoyable. If you call us and work with us, we're going to make sure that it's fun and we're going to take care of a lot of these details and make sure that it's planned properly. Because if it's done right, there's no surprises when you get here to the islands. And of course, if there is a surprise, we're here and we can help you with anything that might come up. So hopefully that helps you with planning your Hawaii vacation. And if you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out to me on bruce at hawaii-aloha.com. Also check out the podcast page. Lots of information there. Uh, All of the show notes from today's program will be there. Well, that's going to do it. Uh, Next week, Angela Keene will be back with us. Hopefully she'll be here for many more shows. So that's going to wrap it up. For my beautiful wife, Yaling, for all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, I'll say aloha and mahalo.